Welcome back to another episode. I just want to thank you all for coming back and listening to the show. Just to provide a couple announcements, um, I'm going to be having some more guests coming onto the show in the next couple of weeks. But today we do have a guest, is one of my closest friends. His name's Tom, and we're kind of just going to be talking about our mental health and how it's affected us and maybe some difficulties that we've had with it either just in general or, you know, difficulties with how society looks at men with mental health issues. So just to dive right in, uh, Tom, what's going on, man? Thanks for coming on to the show. Not too much, Nathan. Thank you for having me. I'm just coming off a 90-hour work week and actually have to be back at work at uh, 9 o'clock tonight. Mental health isn't something that is talked about widely in my career path or my job. We spend long amounts of time away from our families, away from other people. I know myself, I do 2,500 miles a week, at least, with uh, little to no contact with anybody other than dock agents and receiving agents. When we get back from those long trips and long days, and we have our kids coming up and wanting to hang all over us and friends that want to hang out, we don't, don't really know how to handle it. So we tend to just isolate and it's not always good for us or our loved ones and friends. Great. Yeah, that, uh, that totally makes sense. So the one thing I wanted to ask you if you're comfortable is what kind of you know, mental health diagnosis or just mental health symptoms do you usually have that affect you? I suffer from anxiety, depression, and anger issues. These mental health diagnoses don't always make my everyday life easy, but it's something that I've learned to cope with and deal with in an effective way. You know, especially for, you know, people that drive trucks that think, you know, obviously I don't for my career, but I would think driving trucks and being alone all the time and the only people you're seeing is when you, you know, do pickups or dropping off, you know, that. I would think that it gives you a lot of like a long time in your headspace and can lead to a lot of overthinking and things of that nature. So thanks for sharing. Uh, do you think that you've had to make minor or major lifestyle changes because of the way your mental health affects you? Absolutely. I have had to make major lifestyle changes for a long time. I lived by myself. I didn't have anybody else to worry about other than myself. So when me and my wife met and she had two kids, I had to change everything I did from day to day to not only accommodate her, but also her two kids. So it's, it changed everything up for me, complete dynamic change. I was set in my ways and when we moved in together, it was different to say the least. I was about to say, coming from someone that has their own kind of personal space, it's, it's gotta be a tough transition being on your own and kind of, you know, kind of being able to live that bachelor life and then go from, go from that to, you know, living with a girl and two kids, like that's gotta be, you know, a complete 180. Well, I definitely can't come and go as I please. I can't really do a whole lot of anything that I used to do because I've got to think about her and our kids and how what I do affects her and our kids. And that's most of my thinking nowadays. And sometimes it's rough and sometimes it's easy, but that's the joys of being married, I guess. 
Yeah, yeah. Thank Lord, I don't have to experience that yet. But I can definitely see that that'd be a big lifestyle change, you know, from having to accommodate those things. Kind of stemming off that, that past question, I was struggling with your mental health symptoms affected your work or your personal relationships if you had to really alter anything in that regard. So as I said before, I work a lot, 90 plus hours a week. So I really don't have time to spend with anybody, let alone my kids or my wife or anybody like that. So when I do have time off, it's weird because I don't ever have time off. So making the changes from being in a constant go, go, go to waking up on Sunday morning and not having to do anything is weird to say the least. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Like you go from running your freaking ass off at work to actually having some time to sit down and relax. It's, it's gotta be super weird. Out of those, those symptoms from your anxiety or your depression or your anger issues, which ones do you think affect you the most? Which ones do you think are most prevalent in your day to day? All three of them. Um, I have a ball of anxiety from the time I wake up to the time I land and the depression hits certain times of the year harder than others. And my anger, well, that's just like a constant thing. If you ask anybody, I know I'm like a giant ball of anger. Can be at least. I had no idea. <laughs> so, but, uh, no, I totally get that. Um, kind of stem off that idea. Do you think that there's like a stigma in society that kind of hinders specifically males from seeking help as far as seeing a therapist or getting medicated for certain mental health issues? Do you think that that's like something that society looks as frowned upon with guys? Oh, absolutely. From a young age, we're taught that showing emotion is weakness. We suck it up and drive on. There is no, oh, I need help. There's a, you figure it out on your own and you keep pushing. Cause if you can't, then society deems you as weak. Most women want a guy who is sound minded and sound bodied and able to provide a certain, certain kind of life. And if you tell them, man, I'm struggling with this or I'm struggling with that, or I'm having suicidal thoughts or whatever, they look at you as weak and on to the next one they go. So for a long time, I kept myself to myself and never really talked about it with anyone. And then I had a mental breakdown almost a year ago and my wife asked me why I hadn't been talking to her about it. And I told her that, and she told me that was the stupidest thing that she's ever heard in her life. So from then on, I decided that I would talk to her about it in my own time and when I wanted to, and she doesn't push it. So were you surprised when she, uh. Were you expecting a different reaction when you told her about it and, you know, she, she was okay with it and wanted you to be open about it? Were you surprised at that reaction? Did you expect something different? No, I was actually very surprised because my first wife was not about it. She didn't want to know about it. She just wanted to me to deal with it and drive on and make sure that everything was taken care of and to hell with everything else. So yeah, it was a. It was a giant change from everything that I did before. Yeah, I definitely think that that, you know, transition is, is refreshing because 
you know, a lot of times when we get into relationships and you think that like, you know, the, the success of that relationship is contingent on how well you have yourself kept together. So I, you know, definitely couldn't agree with you that it's, it's a pretty like an all factor that, uh, when you come and open up yourself to someone and they're actually, you know, supportive and, you know, don't expect that men don't have issues just like women do. So yeah, that's gotta be pretty refreshing. You know, kind of moving on from that, as far as your anxiety, depression, and anger issues, what do you do throughout the day that minimizes those symptoms? For example, like what do you do to, to calm yourself or uh, distract yourself for when your mental health triggers are kicking in? I drink, I'm just joking, I don't drink. Um, I take a nap, I turn my phone off so my dispatchers or boss can't call me. I spend time with my wife or my kids or just don't do anything, just be lazy. I definitely think that's a big one as far as like self-care goes. A lot of people think that it's, you know, oh, like you're a piece of shit because you're still in your pajamas at one o'clock in the afternoon. But, you know, sometimes we need those days where you sit around and you're not doing anything but watching TV and, you know, doing whatever, whatever you want to do. Um, so I definitely think, you know, those days are definitely important and you got some good things to keep yourself a calm and level-headed state. Do you think that your anger or your irritability is something that affects you daily? And I know we kind of touched on that earlier, um, but what do you do to control those emotions for when you're, you're feeling angry or agitated? I walk away because half the people that make me mad, I just want to punch in the mouth. But violence is not the answer. Sometimes it isn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just... I keep my, keep my mouth shut, keep going. If it's something that I need to talk to somebody about, I'll call my wife or Nathan or whoever and go from there. And if that doesn't work, just put my phone on, do not disturb, put some music on and keep driving. Yeah, no, that's definitely a big one for me is just listening to music that, or I'll get lost in the YouTube wormhole of watching funny videos and you go and you look up at your phone and you're like, wow, I like how TikTok is nowadays. Like you'd be watching that for an hour and have no idea that you felt like you were doing it for five minutes. So no, those are, you know, good ways to control your emotions. Definitely, uh, exit the situation briefly if you can to calm yourself down, things like that, but that's all good stuff. Other than that, that's all I got for this episode. Thanks for chiming in, guys. Like I said, I'm going to be having some more guests coming on in the next couple of weeks here. So stay tuned for that, and I'll keep you guys posted on any other announcements. Enjoy your guys' this week, and I'll talk to you next week.